Welcome to the Covenant Podcast to this week. Um, thanks for tuning in and, and being a part of it. Um, uh, excited to be here. Um, today I want to talk about um, um, a book. Um, I love reading books and very rarely do I get to read as much as I want to. But this is a book that, um, if you haven't read it, um, man, I, it, it would be like one of the top that I would recommend to people. Um, and some of you have maybe have read it, but it's a book. It's called um, Same Kind of Different as Me. Um, and it's written by two men, Ron Hall and, and Denver Moore. It's, it's a true story. Um, and they actually made a movie about it a couple years ago, which was not as good as the book, which is, is usually the case. Um, but this this was a um, it, uh, it was a life changing book for me and my wife. My wife actually read this book first, and she was like, "You've you've got to get on it. You've got to read this. It's amazing." And I finally did, and I couldn't put it down. And um, it, it, I, I think differently about things because of it. You ever have those encounters where you watch a movie or you read a book? <laughs> and I, I don't want to ruin the book, but there's a, there's a section in the book I want to read to you because uh, it's just it's so powerful, and there's a lot of twists and turns in this book. But but the premise of the book is it's um it's it's about a man named Denver who basically grew up as a modern day slave. He grew up in Louisiana on a plantation to where. He wasn't educated. He worked for a dumb man. Um, he was an African-American. And um, he he finally escaped from that life um, and ended up in Fort Worth, Texas. And he was bitter. He was mean. He had no education. He had no money. He was homeless. He would he would as soon fight somebody as to as to sit beside him and he had no friends he didn't trust anybody and and it, it was because of his raising and his backgrounds is is he couldn't trust anyone especially white folk um the other characters in the story is a man named ron and his wife named debbie they were filthy rich they um were um modern-day um, international art dealers, um, bukus of money and houses, and um, their marriage had went through a rocky rocky point, and um, Debbie, the lady, decided we needed more God in our life uh, for our marriage and for each other, so she got really immersed in the Scripture, and she got really immersed in her church, and she found this calling of serving the needy and serving the poor. And she just jumped 100% into this, we're going to serve in mission, we're going to serve in homeless shelters. And 
her husband Ron was kind of yeah let's help you know every now and then but she wanted to go full tilt boogie and so they did and so short story long they end up um, meeting this guy Denver who was uh, the guy from Louisiana and and this this lady named Debbie she she would just constantly engage him and he constantly pushed back did not trust her did not believe her Anyway, and the story is so beautiful because throughout the story, you see Denver's heart softening and and this homeless man becoming more compassionate. And then also you see Debbie's husband, Ron, who really doesn't, but his heart softening to the point that where Denver, he becomes a part of their family. Um, he lives with them. Um, he uh, They get him a job. They uh they they get him a driver's license. It's just this beautiful story of people uh not trusting each other coming together and and anyway, I I tell you that because there's a part in the story that is just so moving to me, and again it's not going to ruin anything. But and if you get a chance to read it, but they're going through a difficult time. There's a difficult thing, and every morning, Ron the white rich art dealer and denver the african-american who was homeless but has now gotten on his feet every morning they sit at the kitchen table and have coffee together and they're going through a difficult time and here's what is said we sat at the kitchen table we were sitting there quietly collecting our thoughts then denver spoke up god gives each person on the earth a set of keys keys to live this life down here on earth now in this set of keys there's one key you can use to unlock prison doors and set captives free Denver turned his head just slightly to the right side of his face, and it was closer to my left side. He leaned in with his right shoulder. He narrowed his eyes even further, and he looked at me, and he said, Mr. Ron, I was a captive in the devil's prison. That was easy for Miss Debbie to see. But I got to tell you, many folk had seen me behind the bars of that prison for more than 30 years, and they just walked on by. They kept that key that could unlock my freedom in their pocket. They left me locked up. Now, I ain't trying to run them folks down because I was not a nice fella. I was dangerous, and to be honest, I was just plain happy to be in my little prison. But Miss Debbie, she was different. She seen me behind them bars. She reached way down in her pocket. And she pulled out those keys God gave her. And she used one to unlock the prison door and set me free. Denver pounded those last words home like eight separate nails. Then he sat back in his chair. He sipped his coffee. And then one more time, he said, she's the onlyest person that ever loved me enough not to give up on me and I praise God 
that I can sit here in your home a changed man, a free man. You know, I've never really thought about it that way, that God gives each of us a set of keys that we can use to unlock the chains of those around us. But if you look in the scripture, it's, it's really true. Jesus actually said in the Gospel of Luke, you know, when they're like, why are you here? And he said, I've been sent here to proclaim release to the captives. And, and, and this captives, it's not those that are physically, it's those that are spiritually captive, those that are emotionally captive. Jesus has come to, we don't have to live that way. We don't have to have those restraints. We don't have to have those habits. We don't have to have those addictions. We don't have to have those behaviors that we too can be free of anger and revenge and all of this stuff that we weren't born with. These are things that we learn. God created us. We've talked about this in our Sunday morning service. God created us, and, and God said that's good, And but then the world teaches us to do other things, and Jesus has kind of come along like an alarm clock to wake us up. No, no, you can be free because those things are actually chains. And so in our lives, what is it? Is it uh, uh, worry, stress? Oh, those can be some big chains. Jesus has come to free us from that. And maybe Jesus has sent people, just like Denver said in the story, we're reluctant, but maybe they're not giving up, and maybe it's time for us to listen, to say, yeah, I need some help. But also, we have keys. We have keys. That person, and, and we hear it all the time, is there a person in your life that is just annoying? Is there a person in your life who is just pessimistic and negative? Is there a person, you know, like, I do not want to be around that person? Well, maybe God is calling us to set that captive free. Maybe God is calling us to bring words of encouragement. Maybe God is calling us to the, be the voice that goes in and and says, you don't have to always be negative here. Let's look at some positives. You know, maybe we all have keys. And the blessing is that we can go around and bring good news to the poor and set the captives free. So there's times that we wear chains. And we have to be honest about the things that constrain us, the things that consume us, the things that worry us, the things that stress us, and, and that Jesus came so that we could be free of that, free of that. But then God also gave us keys in which we can go around, created in the image of God like we've talked about, um, and we can free others. We can remind others of their true identity. You're not a negative pessimist, but you are a child of the creator of the universe and it's easy to give up and it's easy to get frustrated but there is great joy and blessing and being free and experiencing this freedom so the main thing i wanted to do is is basically i wanted to promote this book 
Um, same kind of different as me. I, I love sharing good things that have changed my life with you and read you a little expert on it. And just that's one of the things that's changed changed me is, is that story of um, someone setting another person free um, through their actions, through their loves. But if you read the book, man, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what is happening in there. So whoever you're sitting by... Whoever you're working with, whoever you have to deal with, uh, remember they are a child of God, and maybe you can bring a fresh word. Maybe you can bring an example. Maybe you can show a love to this person that needs to see it and help set them free. So I hope everybody has a great week. Um, Join us this Sunday at 845, 1045, where we will actually be wrapping up our sermon series on uh, fearfully and wonderfully made being created in the image of God and then we're going to head to Advent so you can follow us at Facebook Um, you can check us out at covenantchurchofada.com to see kind of what's going on to keep up with us and I hope everyone has a blessed week bye